You are now tuned in to the amazing We Don't Play podcast channel. Welcome to Play Radio, everybody. This is where we have a lot of interactions, a lot of conversations, a lot of entertainment talk. And in today's segment, we're going to deal with one person. I'm excited for this person we're about to bring on board today. His name is Abel Lignoni. We're going to call him. He's all the way in Kenya. Shout out to Kenya, by the way. He has a lot of project management skills that he wants to give you guys. And the topics he wants to touch on are communication and culture, mentorship of entrepreneurs. And by the way, check out the LinkedIn group for aspiring global entrepreneurs on LinkedIn. And intellectual property. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a very, very good one. So with no further ado, I'm going to call... Mr. Abel. And once he picks up, we're going to have a talk for about 30 minutes. And I'm definitely excited to check this out with you because I'm also excited to know what he's going to talk about. So now we're about to go in in three, two, one. So I'm calling him right now. Let's go. Are we all there? Hey, hey how are you? I'm good, yourself. I'm good. Welcome to the Play Radio We Don't Play podcast channel. You're welcome. So before we go any further, let people know who you are. I've already introduced you, but I want people to know who you are. So let us know who you are, what you do, and what you're here for. Oh, my name is Abel. Um, I go by the name Abel That's my day to day name. And uh, I do communication uh, on various issues so that's what I do I'm more into communication and uh, right now it's more of digital communication oh okay how's that going it's great uh, I can't complain I'm learning also each day okay could you tell us some of the things that you're learning? Yes, sir. Um, actually, in communication and culture. Okay. Uh, one of the key things is when you're in the city, you do believe that most of the time it's probably the same formula that are being used in the city. But when you go further back on the seat, you have to understand the culture around it around uh, what happens in certain area yeah and use that in terms of delivering your work okay so i think the biggest thing i've learned so far 
is to be able to understand the, the, the various uh, things, or rather, to be able to to use the various uh, opportunities and platforms to be able to deliver on on the work. Okay. So, what are the methods that you're using now that is different from what you saw before you started? Now I'm saying, what are the things that you're seeing now that are different from what you saw when you started? Like, what are the communication cultural beliefs and strategy methods and all the communication culture methods that you can say exist that work and the ones that you know were not working that are working now? So what is the impact of the communication and culture system right now compared to before you started it? I can say that with time I've been able to be fast. Uh, one of the key things that uh, most professionals lack is mentorship. Mm. So the, the best thing that has happened in terms of uh, appreciating communication and culture is I have understood that there are um, tools that uh, probably might work in a certain situation or when dealing with people probably of where there's a more, a higher level of literacy. Yeah. You might use logic or uh, ethics. But in certain spaces when the level of literacy is low, uh, you just have to be able to understand that when you're doing your communication, the best way to be able to deliver is to be able to use emotion. Mm. Uh, uh, as a, as a, as a, uh, how do you call it? As an appeal, so most people relate to emotion more than logic. Yeah. And therefore, you you you're able in Nairobi probably you'll be able to to say okay, logically this is the the issue to do, but now I have to be considerate of the emotional part. Yeah. That people now have or an attachment to something. And so, through people mentoring you, you're able now to deliver totally different, or able to see communication at a totally different light. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I was, yeah. I was, I'm listening yes, to sir. what you're saying, and I am, I'm trying to understand, too, with the culture and the emotion, like you said, there's mentorship involved. So how do you, with your business, and also, by the way, congratulations on your position um, publicly <laughs> at Bake International. Is that correct? Yes. Um, initially, how we started was, uh, uh, I think the growth has come out of starting from a point of uh, being mentored. So for the past almost three plus years, yeah. I I think the, the team, even the team working with, we started with a normal kind of employment in government. Okay. Hello. I'm here. I'm listening. So from there, is when now we've been able, after those three plus years of being able to understand and learn understand culture, get mentored, uh, you're able now to be able to set up something that can serve people that you do understand. 
Yeah. So that's how Beck International came up. It was out of that mentorship, that understanding of the culture, and when we are able now to communicate about a certain issue, yeah, we are communicating from a point of understanding. Mm. That's a good one. So thank you so much, Wave. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you're most welcome. Tell me, what's the like? You've already given a little backstory, but what is your passion behind Bake International? What what drives you? You've mentioned communication and culture, mentorship of entrepreneurs, but where is the focus point? What what drives your business? What gives you the forefront of your study? I'd say that uh, the, 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 the motivation, I believe that's the motivation behind the business. That's, I think, the issue you're asking me about. Yes. Yes, the motivation behind the business is, uh, first thing is, being an African, most people have been entrepreneurs and are unable to sustain uh, the, the entrepreneur bit. Yeah. The issue, most of the time, is not the skill. It's not the delivery of uh, of work because most people even have to overqualified. That's true. But the gap has always been the communication. If it's a brand, the gap, the motivation is most Africans. We we we, we mess up, or rather, we miss out on opportunity when it comes to how we communicate what we're doing, how we're doing it, and when we're doing it. Yeah. So we might have something really nice, but people know when you're doing. But they don't understand why you're doing it. That's true. So we, as a, as, as a team, we take pride in being able to bridge that gap between the consumer of a, a certain product and the, uh, the producer of it. Okay. And that's where we, we see it. Be able to make our customers or a brand's customer understand why a certain thing is being done. Probably give it a human aspect. That's true. That's true. Okay. Yes, sir. Okay. I like that. I like that because a lot of people today don't know the steps it takes to remain in business as an entrepreneur and the steps it takes to maintain the team because without a good team, you can't go forward. So with your team at Bake International, as a project manager, how do you choose your team from the overqualified to the underqualified to the experienced and to the ones that want to learn? How do you disperse that delegation? Uh, what would you believe as you said, one of the key things that uh, drove us to this is uh, as young people, yeah. uh, from the, the the initial, even as Kenya as a country, our initial st- stage of uh, companies was also all companies are located in Nairobi. Okay. And you see Nairobi is a certain generation that was able to benefit out of that particular market. And the truth is the market is, uh, is uh, can I say it's actually full. It's, uh, you know. It's saturated. However, that does not mean Yes, it's saturated. You cannot say that now the fact that Nairobi is saturated in Kenya, certain thing cannot be done. So what we've done is the first kind of, uh, in our um, HR system, the, the first 
point of interest is the young guys. Uh, we're not looking for someone who is overqualified. We're looking for someone who intends to, most of the time is who intends to work. We mentor the person yeah. uh, value, uh, best on their skill set. And you see now we curate the kind of skill to be able to complement the other skills that we have within the team. Okay. So you'll be able to find very young people within our team. Okay. Uh, as young as 20 years old. But they are able to 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 understand their goals and uh, most of the time they, they tend even to, to be able to deliver on clients' demand compared to probably getting a, a, more, uh, a more experienced person mm. that might not be able to understand the client. So we focus more on someone, the emotion around the brand, the understanding of the brand and that's how we end up with a lot of young people who yeah. we have mentored over time and they now function as a system. Okay. Do they have um, like yes, the? How do I say this? The the employees or the people that want to come and work and be a part of the experience, do they have entrepreneurial yes, mindsets or are they also working just to get by? As, as, as a team, we don't believe in uh, in being a boss to to to. To staff or people working here. Yeah. Some of us were starting started from a point of uh, of being mentored, and I want to really thank the, 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 the uh, because we find that some of the people that we end up now working with are not even uh, uh, see, they are not situated in Bungoma, which is on the western part of Kenya. Yeah. But that's where we are situated as a company. You find that through the digital space, you have even people in Nairobi who are doing other things. But when it comes to work, you're giving them opportunity on part-time basis. Yeah. And this year, we're using on some of such people because you see people are entrepreneurs, but the, the current state of the economy, the current conditions that uh, with the things that are going on, yeah. Uh, most uh, most skilled people are unable to to rely fully on the, the eight to five jobs. That's true. So through opportunities that we provide, someone is able now to serve a little, do this or grow and be exposed on UX design or animation to be able to have someone on detail to ensure that they have a certain standard in terms of production. But if someone decides, okay, I'm going into animation, they're able to develop a whole uh, platform to employ all other, other people around them yeah. within a certain time and be able to run a company on their own. So we dev- we're not... We are not. Uh, we don't develop uh, leaders or young entrepreneurs to just be working for us. But we want them. After a certain time, I want you to be able to have gone and you're contributing to society on a certain uh, platform. So. Yeah, yeah, I like that because it's about giving somebody a chance to grow and then giving them a chance to fly. Yes, sir. And uh, the interesting thing is, uh, what what also as an entrepreneur get to learn is, you might start with uh, with teaching someone, uh, let's say even just etiquette. Yeah. But the person now comes in with another another values uh, that they add to the team in time. When when you you bring people who embrace a, a company, embrace values, and uh, that you are able to teach them a thing. There'll be automatically those value systems is like a ripple effect. Realize that now it affects all the staff members around you. Now people perform even better. 
Yeah. And they able also to develop, yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. I like that. Okay. That's very, very interesting. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, you also mentioned one more thing about intellectual property. Yes, sir. Yes, I want to know more about that as far as your business and projects are. How do you guys um, protect your intellectual property? How do you um, finance your intellectual property? How do you manage it? What are the precautions that you take? I think as of now, the biggest, uh, biggest, the two uh, biggest problems towards uh, uh, growth of uh, of young companies or small SMEs within Africa is actually people not having able or rather scarcity in information mm-hmm. on laws with regard to intellectual property. So what you find is you're finding so many young entrepreneurs who do not know how to monetize opportunities. We are having so many entrepreneurs who are ending up uh, because of lack of finances. People are coming up with really good ideas, but at the same time, they'll have to access probably an older person who is outside the youth bracket to be able to register something. So most of the time, the ideas will come from young people. But ownership of the idea ends up in the hands of probably someone who is not passionate about a particular issue. So you find most young entrepreneurs are really working hard. But at the end of the day, because of lack of the legal know-how or rather lack of a system, by probably because each country, I believe, has a ministry of sports, youth, and gender issues. Yeah. And if those ministries were at the forefront in terms of educating because most of the time when you're having the government uh, tends to to make ministry to develop uh, rather constitute ministries they yeah. uh, they um they have people who end up thinking that uh, probably the biggest problem that young entrepreneurs are facing is just money, but it's not. It's information on legal issues, understanding of uh, that. If I'm making this product, how do I patent it? Probably right. be able to benefit from it. If uh, I'm having a thought or, or rather an idea of a service, because I can open uh, a certain company that serves uh, rather serves a certain gap in society, but how do I control it from everyone doing duplicating the same issue mm. and uh, making it even probably worse because they do not understand the concept. So you find that most people are just duplicating and the problem is because people are not able to protect their ideas and develop on them. So most most ideas die on arrival because people do not understand the, the, the legal means around it, the, the legal uh, requirements around it. Yeah. And they don't most young entrepreneurs are doing a, a guess guesswork in terms of how do I develop myself to the next level. Uh, we are not being taught and uh, this I blame the older generation actually in Africa. Most people are not holding your hands of the, the younger generation and guiding them on other aspects of entrepreneurship. And that's where the problem comes in. So the yes, mentors, sir. the mentors that are are taking care and coaching this young entrepreneurs, how do they acquire the knowledge when they don't know how authentic the source is? Um, you see, what I believe is as an entrepreneur, uh, opportunities doesn't come to you. You have to search for it. True. So 
again, it goes back to to uh, even issues that probably entrepreneurs in agribusiness, the entrepreneurs in uh, in uh, horticulture and any many other fields. But how? Because that's where I brought in the issue of uh, of the government. The government is not supposed to give you handouts; supposed to create an environment whereby you, as a young person, you know that there are tax reliefs. Yeah. There's also, uh, let's say, the issues of tax relief, the issues of um, consideration in government opportunities, uh, the issues of when in the in the, the country the, the issues even in terms of funding and processes of funding. Yeah. But as I said, the challenge doesn't come from there. The challenge comes in terms of the link between the government and the growth of the, the citizen as an entrepreneur. So it is, uh, there's, uh, it's disjointed in most African uh, spaces. Huh. Wow. So you find something, you work with it, it works. But most of the time, the biggest challenge uh, most needs are facing is intellectual property, probably not guided accordingly. Yeah. And also we need just bodies. These bodies that are being put up that support various ministries, they need to, like wake up and this is for the whole of Africa so that they find a way of engaging people from a higher uh, um, an early stage like a secondary institution or tertiary institution so that there's this growth and understanding of how an entrepreneur should work yeah not let it not be that most people end up being entrepreneurs because they lack opportunities mm. it shouldn't be a fallback plan being an entrepreneur yes sir yeah I like that and I think with mentorship programs and tutorial masterclasses, the the people that are in this entrepreneurial phase can learn more and they can grow because information now is everywhere on the internet. So if somebody really, really wants to dive in, they can find the information. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Very true, very true. And uh, even when you're talking about the issue, this, this, uh, this, this, uh, skills or rather opportunities that people have to find. Yeah. It will only take, uh, for me, having been able to understand here with an opportunity, I can be able to be featured on this podcast. Uh, probably the reach is this kind of uh, reach. Yeah. And people understand that it's not when, uh, even as an entrepreneur, you see, like in Kenya right now, it's almost uh, half past midnight. Mm. Right? Wow. I'm listening. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it is actually half past midnight as of now. Uh, 20 minutes past midnight. Wow. And, uh, but the question is how many people um, know of such opportunities that I'm able to talk to, a certain uh, market or audience, or I'm able to combine with another brand to be able to benefit mutually from it, and it's not necessarily finances. Right. Right. Yeah, and also, are we, are we teaching our, our entrepreneurs to understand that uh, beyond the normal one-on-one meeting with clients, that there are the avenues of clients that probably even the more developed brands are not using. That's true. That's true. Yeah, so those are conversations that when we find mentors on issues, business on these platforms, that fit in that community, are we, am I able to engage with you after this interview? That's true. There has to be a yeah, snowball effect. That's such a conversation that now people, 
as as Africa now we have to start knowing that an and I can be able to comfortably consult another entrepreneur in Botswana doing the same thing and and probably also ask for opinion from Ghana. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. As young entrepreneurs when you develop such networks and conversations then growth is, is imminent. That's true. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Okay. Okay, there's there's so much that we need to learn and grow and use to our benefit so that entrepreneurs don't lack knowledge and say they didn't know. Because information is there for them to know. So for you as we wrap up this segment, how can people reach out to you and what's the best method of communication for you? Uh, I'd say that uh, to be able to to have a meaningful conversation actually with the, with, the, with clients, not only or even potential partners or people that you can develop a certain product with. Uh, as a company, I think I believe more on the traditional email systems and okay. also on LinkedIn. You can find me uh, Abel Linyonye on LinkedIn and that's what I go with in all my socials as well as uh, on email that is uh, abellinyonyi at gmail.com that's where we can be able to converse with uh, with any potential uh, client partner or uh, employer yes. yeah yeah okay that's yes. good that's uh, good but uh, I think one of the key things that we are also learning as, as well as, as much as we deal with other brands, you know, most of the time I think as entrepreneurs and for us is also a gap that we are trying to uh, to fill. Yeah. But as much as we're helping other brands grow, the same knowledge that we're imparting on these other uh, brands should start from our brand. So I think even in terms of uh, setting up socials and all that, that's something that we're really taking serious so to be able to directly engage with our, our market base. Yeah. Yeah, I agree, 100%, 100%. That's the only way we can be able to grow and then have a communication platform where people can accumulate information and grow and be one with themselves because if you tell me something that I didn't know, I can use that in my country to better the nation at large. And entrepreneurship is so wide. So um, speaking of wide, have you um, seen the the LinkedIn group that I started, I started it yesterday. It's called Aspiring Global Entrepreneurs. Sure, sure. I think I am part of it. And uh, uh, considering such a display, I believe is a platform also to consistently follow up on entrepreneurs and create a, a mood or a culture around it and link these entrepreneurs to be, effect- to be able to effectively engage in matters yeah. uh, entrepreneurship and uh uh, you leadership. Yes, yes. If you know anybody that is interested in also knowing this, um, please let them know to you know join the group so that we can have a better a better conversation platform, and also increase this knowledge that everybody right. has. So that's that's very good to hear, and I really appreciate connecting with you on LinkedIn as well, because that that that's a place that I've not utilized um, for a long time. And just last year was when I really, really wanted to get into LinkedIn. So I really appreciate you for, you know, calling out. Oh, thank you. Thank you, man. Thank you.
You're welcome. Is there any last things you want to um, let the entrepreneurs know and, you know, any parting words that they can be able to go with as a, as a key for the week? Sure, sir. I, I think uh, it's been said over and over, but uh, when you try and fail, is when you're growing. Uh, one of the key problems that entrepreneurs are facing out there is people don't want to come out. People are afraid of failure. I think for me, I want to tell them embrace failure. Uh, use it to grow. And then uh, from that space, you're able now to be to grow and learn from your mistakes. And whichever thing, that the final product you have, the more you fail, the, the better you become as a manager, the better you become as a team. The, the more... Uh, your value system grows. So, uh, for me, I'd always encourage entrepreneurs fail as much as you can, but also learn from those mistakes. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I agree too. I agree too. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate you coming onto this channel, and I'm definitely looking forward to speaking with you again. And we can touch on other matters. If there are any events coming up um, in the future, please let us know. Um, let us know on the group as well. We know what is going on in the world, but you know the world has to keep moving. Yes, sir. Uh, but actually, before I think, uh, <laughs> let me go. I'll be. I think I'll be. I'll be. Very, I'll be. I'll be taken. I'll be taken in on to tasks not to do. Yes, I think as a team, you've also. The humanitarian side is really key in terms of uh, what we do, and okay. we really try to the grants that we engage with. We 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 have really taken time to understand how our values connect with their, their brands. Okay. From working with registrations and so forth, right now we are even working with um, high school students to be able to. Uh, I mean, and high institutions to be able to teach, or rather, not to teach, but to be able to develop value systems that the, 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 the brands are able to consume in terms of communication. And uh, I can greatly say that we are, we are now actually making major strides uh, on, on the center. So, uh, for now, I suggest Santini, welcome to Kenya, welcome to West Western part of Kenya. We are happy people, we are very engaging people and very understanding. So whenever you're working with us, it's always a, a good uh, chance for you to try out working with uh, a different brand that is in a different space and see that well. That's true. And because you guys are in a different space, you guys have something unique to offer. Indeed, sir. Yes. Okay. That's great. Thank you so much. I look forward to hearing from you soon and also look out for this podcast segment on the LinkedIn group very soon in the course of the week. So I look forward to, yes, you know, hearing from you again and definitely we're going to keep in touch at this point. Yeah, uh, for me, I'd love to follow up. I'd love to engage with uh, different audiences. Uh, me and my team would love to see more of uh, also other brands so being able to work with this particular podcast being able to have this conversation for us is really key and we look forward to being involved in every part of the way awesome thank you so much i really appreciate it thank you so much